Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. Number one. I'm your host, Teddy McDook. I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Hoji Delecta Kismoji. Well, not always. Well, not no. always. We did not have Hoji on the show for a few weeks. That's right, Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you asked me about my where I've been, and I thank you for that. I, I didn't. I didn't ask you because we have to introduce our guest. I want to tell you a little bit about yeah. my journey. Okay. Yeah. As you know, Daddy, I weighed a whopping 300 and 40 pounds and now i've come down to 336 pounds amazing transformation on my journey we used to have to use makeup camera angles to make me look as svelte as i look now daddy i can wear he slims you know what i mean he slims i can wear them not everybody can it's my special brand of clothing that i'm wearing now that you see me in i look beautiful and i'm so happy to be wearing yeah. HE Slims. Now, any man can wear yeah. HE Slims. HE stands for Hoji the Electric. It also right. means he, which is the pronoun for males. So I'm, I'm familiar, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and everybody can wear, but no fatties, no heifers, no porkers. Right. Uh, what is going on? I didn't know Hoji yeah. was coming back. I wouldn't have joined if, yeah. you, if I knew this. Yeah, so we got we got John back in this. Same here, John. Same here. And we have, guys, I haven't even got to introduce our guest. I'm talking about the most interesting, unique, fun, hilarious podcast. Not the number one Bengals podcast, but the, the, the most British podcast we have, the Cincinnati podcast, which is hosted by Paul Hirons and, and Nate Palmer, who I just adore. I adore both of them. And for years, we've been trying to get them on the podcast to get some of that positive energy. So how are you two guys? Go, uh, going good, Daddy-o. Uh John, nice yeah. to meet you. And Doctor, always a pleasure. Thanks for having yeah. us on. It's great to be here. You're welcome. Absolute pleasure to come on, guys. And I look forward to chatting Bengals news with you boys. Yeah. So so what? how... Okay. I know the Bengals have fans in the UK. I'm imagining it's in the 10s or, or 20s. I don't know how many. But it's it's probably more in the in the in the in the states we have over a hundred Bengals fans <laughs> because some of our videos have gotten over a hundred hits. I'm assuming we have over a hundred Bengals fans. But how many how many of you are there? And and, and, and why? Yeah, yeah I mean, why? You could, have picked, yeah. you could have picked any team. You picked. I mean, is actually, it that, is it that actually, British I, humor? Is it is, is there a degree of sarcasm in your being a Bengals fan? I think it's I actually, pure. I think it's purely masochism. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Great answer. Um, I don't know. It's it's um, we are the fifth most followed UK fan group on Twitter, which is pretty staggering, really. Um, and as you guys know, we like to shout quite loudly and um, do lots of silly things and initiatives and things like that. So yeah, I think I think we're we're looking to. I think we're looking almost. A, I don't know, up to a thousand uh, fans wow. in the UK. I would imagine. 
That's amazing. I have a theory. My theory is that UK residents decide to become fans of American football teams that they think they have a hope of, you know, relocating to the UK. So like the Jaguars. You to colonize them. <laughs> yeah, Expand okay. the empire. That's a, yeah, it could be that. It could yeah. be that. that the, is sun never, the sun never sets on the Cincinnati Bengals. That's the idea. I get it. And I like it. I'm for it. So, yeah. So, guys, please, uh, what, how are the Bengals' moves being received? The, the free agency moves? Because, look, some people are being kind of negative. I, I actually love the moves. I love that we got to tackle. I love that we're, we're further solidifying that defense. What, what, is the, what is the opinion over there? Is it as divided as some of the other recent political, you know, is, is it topping the, the news? I'll let Nathan answer this because he's got his shirt slightly open. He's revealing a bit of chest hair. I think he means wow. business. So um, go on, go on, mate. I'm on the fence, lads. I'm, I, I think some of the moves have been good. I quite like, I think bringing in the tackle, Riley Ref, is a great move. I think that's a clear upgrade on what we had last year in Bobby Hart. I do think losing William Jackson and Carl Lawson are huge losses. I think they're two of the best players on our defence. It's not going to be easy to replace those guys. Mike Hilton and Eli Apple, solid signings. Mike Hilton more so, I think, than Apple. He's probably more of a depth piece. I don't think we're done, though. I mean, there's still time, obviously, to bring in an interior lineman like maybe Turner. I know we've obviously got Quinton Spain back now. Ryan Kerrigan's being thrown around as a name today that's coming in for a visit, so he could sign. I think there's a connection with him and the defensive coordinator. So it could be it's getting there. They've certainly been more aggressive and made more moves from a quantity perspective in the last sort of week or two than they ever have in the past, which is encouraging. You know, the Bengals typically take a bit of a backseat in free agency, but I'm not obviously convinced even with the number of moves that we're a better team than we were a week and a half ago we might be but i'm not convinced as of yet do you understand nate the logic behind why the Bengals must always take a backseat during free agency i don't get it why haven't they stepped up their game why not change the discourse as they say shift the paradigm as they say why not what's wrong with I, th- I, I think one of the things, and we talked about this on Cincinnati last week, that might is a challenge for the Bengals is that Zach Taylor is really on the hot seat. And to convince free agents to come over to a team that may well make a head coach change in a year's time is difficult because are you going to want to sign a three or four year deal on big guaranteed money with Cincinnati when they don't, we, you know, they're in that sort of period of transition. Obviously, Cincinnati as well is always going to struggle to compete with bigger markets like New York and Los Angeles yeah. and Seattle and places like that that potentially people might have connections to or family issues yeah, you know, get a good there's a multitude of factors there so I think sometimes for the Bengals you know and realistically are we a contender in the next year or two probably not no. and that was going to factor into people's decisions are we going to are, are we capable of outpaying someone like the New York Jets for someone like Kyle Lawson well it's it's always going to be a challenge so I always think that's something that potentially is something that we can't see behind the scenes but that does hinder us a bit yeah it's crazy to think about what happened to poor Dunlap I was amazed yeah. I mean, he did so well. What's what's going to happen to Dun- Dun- Dunlap? Does anybody know? I, I think no, he'll get a deal. He'll get a deal. Probably about half of what he was. He was so talented, that Car- Carlos Dunlap. It, you know? and, he, and he kept telling us he was going to come on the show and he never did. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. he, he's been on our show twice, just to drop that in there. So. Wait, wait, well, wait, wait. Okay. What? Well, I don't okay. want to throw that in there, you know. Yeah. You know. I, you know, I will but, say, I will say, I, I that is great that he's doing these, you know, other podcasts. But I think if he just got his, he got more recognition. If he went on the number one Bengals podcast, perhaps he wouldn't be in the situation he's I, in. I tell you this: when I first started asking Carlos Dunlap to come on the show, I was a dilf, and now I'm a gilf. 
That's how much time has passed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. D you stands know. for dad. The D stands for doctor. Doctor, I would. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm a grandpa. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, guys, can I just say something? We yes. actually have a caller who wants to talk to you. He is another UK Bengalis fan. Get her on. He is, yeah, and he is in uh, hey. Shannon, Ireland. He's, he's at the yeah. airport. He works there. And uh, yeah, so let's bring him in. Matt Ledbetter is calling ah, in. Ah, Matt, yes. <laughs> Matt, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing, oh, man? Nate, John, doctor. Daddy, hey. yeah. And all good wow. things to you people. How are you today? Can you hear You're me good. okay? Yeah. yeah, that is a very interesting accent. Where are you from, Matt? Yeah, where, where you, where you well, I am. I am from Ludlow. Ludlow. I know the, the Ludlow, Ludlow accent I, can be tough. I apologize. I love Ludlow. I love no. Ludlow. For, for those of you who don't know, it's a town. It means town on the hill by Loudwater, and it's yeah. in Shropshire. And it's it's actually they have they have some revolutionary techniques for maintaining their their security. It was the first recorded royal permission to maintain defensive town walls. It was given to the men of oh, Ludlow, which is fascinating. Not yeah, good. and it's just something. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know Daddy was as smart, to be honest with you. Yeah, he yeah, just Daddy, got walls. Daddy, Daddy, we've been hearing rumors because uh, that you spent a little bit of time in the UK. I did. I did. So I, I'll explain why. I'll explain why. So on. as you know, John is at the DNH Sports Headquarters in Cincinnati. And mm. our gas bills have been through the roof because John likes to use warm water when we do our winter shows. So I went to the UK because they have these separate taps. And so I wanted to I wanted to get the separate taps because you know the hot water is so hot you can't really use it. So John just ends up using the cold water and it has really helped the show economically. So yeah. that is why I was in and, the UK. And, but look, and, and yeah. if I can add, uh, it doesn't help the show's budget that I'm current they are currently in a lawsuit by yours truly. I'm suing the show for yeah. trauma because I have to report yeah. on a team that will never win. And it's been I'm really glad you hard. actually went through that. I didn't know you were actually yeah. going to go through with that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I seem to have opened a, a can of worms here. But is it true, Daddio, also, we've got friends in the police and that you were deported? Is that correct? Yes. Well, it it was, it was it a little, well I, 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 the, the laws there are a little different in terms of, of the, the working... Sweatshop. Uh, sweatshop. Yeah. Sweatshop. Sweatshop. I, I, I heard it was a massage parlor. You got into some trouble. No, no, no. Is that all right? No, 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 was, no, no. He was reading no. too much Dickens. He was reading Charles Dickens and he was trying okay, to recreate right, right. the classic. Yeah, it's, it, I, the times have changed. The times have changed. But you know, guys, so, so yeah, I love that he's from Ludlow. Did you guys know Ludlow is a gastronomic center that may have been inspiration for I, Robin Hood? I think yeah. he's, Excellent he's from cheese, the Ludlow. Yeah. Excellent I cheese. I think he's yeah. from the Ludlow that's close to Cincinnati, Daddy. I don't no, think no, he's no, 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 no. Matt, Matt, yes, please. Sir. Good. Yeah, go ahead. So, 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 yeah, you're from Ludlow, and how did you become a Bengalis fan in the UK? Either. Ludlow in the UK, yeah, that's where I'm from. It's uh, oh, it's a, it's a long story. I suppose it it started when I was a commercial fisherman. Yeah, and you know the uh, the neon fish, the the little ones that you put in the fish tank. I used to be a commercial fisherman for for neon fish, and what I would do is go out in my vessel and, and scoop up all the neon fish I could. Just, all the pet stores and then i was a shipwrecked on south village island uh, i was yes. rescued i was rescued by uh the good doctor dr Hoji. he there you go he, he rescued me and and, and i don't know if you guys know dr haji he is a vegan yes. he did not approve yeah. of my commercial fishing no. um so he he convinced me and i i sold the business I, I actually sold the business to daddy -o. he's 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 big time capitalist and 
He wanted to make a little money. So I sold my business. And then in there, I became a, a, a Bengals fan. I followed Dr. Hyde. There you go. That is a, that is a very long-winded uh, way of becoming a Bengals fan. That's fascinating. So, yeah, so Matt... So, so Matt, yeah. yeah, so we were just talking about what it's like to be a Bengals fan in the UK, what the expectations are like over there. Because I feel like, I feel like our fans in the, I think one thing that the, that the UK residents and the, the Americans can agree on for the first time in their history is that this offseason grade deserves like a B, maybe a C plus. It wasn't that, it wasn't that impressive. I guess so where did they go from here? Yeah, so who else, who, guys, just for everybody. Who else do they need to add here before the draft where you feel confident well, that I, they can go after the best player available? May, may, may I? May yeah. I? I mean, uh, what about like an English bullhorn at, on the offensive line? I mean, what about Joe Burrow? What are we going to do about Joe Burrow? Where is Joe Burrow? How is Joe Burrow? You know, that's my question. Why, what are you going to do to defend Joe Burrow? How are you going to protect Joe Burrow? Yeah. When do I get to see Joe Burrow? These are my questions. These are a lot of questions. Yeah, they're, they're mostly related to Joe Burrow. Paul, what yes. do you, I mean, we haven't heard from you. So look, so Larry Warford is still out there. And I don't, know, think Trey, signing, I don't think we're going to sign another offensive lineman. I think, okay. I genuinely think that they will leave it to the draft. I think uh, they think that having Spain and uh, uh, Xavier Sufilo is enough. That's the feeling and that's based on nothing. Yeah, I think I, I don't think they're going to sign and another guy. And I know there's this kind of who tray movement hashtag out there, like there was with the hashtag Goliday. But I don't know. I think I think they they will just draft two linemen. I think they'll go for a, a tackle and a guard in the draft, and uh, they're content with where they are on the offensive line at this moment, regardless of whether we think uh, whether we're content or not. But Paul, Paul, yeah. Paul, have they not been watching the show? Have they not been watching the fact that our own John Sheeran has said that drafting alignment is not the answer, that we need veterans? Have they not been paying attention to that? We've been saying it over and over again, John. Well, they kind of have. They have signed uh, Quintus Spain and they yeah, have... I know, the three, you know, they No, no, I mean someone good. <laughs> well, that's, that's the problem. Whether you can argue whether they're actually any good or not. John, um, John let's talk about upside. Trey Turner... Larry Warford, Quinton, Spain. How do they compare in terms of upside? Well, I know one of them. They they had one of them play for last year. Like uh, a lot of talk has been going on about Larry Warford. We don't even know if he wants to play football again. We have heard nothing about him this entire free agency period. He obviously opted out last year due to COVID nineteen, and they had some interest, I believe, in signing him. But we had we don't have any idea what is out there for Larry Warford right now. So I think. Until we hear anything in regards to him, we can kind of just table him off to the side. And I think Trey Turner has been coming up a lot because of all the remaining options that are out there. He at least has had a past where he's been successful and he's still on the younger side, I think on 27, 28 years old. So he at least has that relative upside compared to guys like Nick, Nick Easton or Zach Fulton, whoever else is at guard. But I think with, with, along with what Paul is saying, regardless of if they add a veteran, I think the most impactful, significant addition that you will see is, is in the draft because it doesn't matter really who they sign along with Quinn Spain on the market. It doesn't really affect what you should and can do in the draft to improve that spot. Yeah. So and if, you, if, you, think that, yeah, if you think that they've signed Spain and they have Sir Filo under contract, that does, I mean, okay, you can argue whether they're any good or not, and I'll, I'll argue they're kind of average to above average. That Your spots are filled there. You know, you've got Hakimi Deneji, Billy Price, uh, Michael Jordan, they're your backups, and I, I fully expect them to go in the draft now to pick up some linemen. And 
I think the key signing, the key signing was Riley Reef. I absolutely think that was it. If, yeah. if they hadn't have signed Riley Reef, you could kind of say that this free agency class, there was no real improvement. And I think with Riley Reef, at least in that position, and I would argue Mike Hilton is also, uh, those two guys especially have, have dramatically, well, not dramatically, but certainly improved those two positions. And of course, with Riley Reef and, and right tackle, it's a crucial position as well so i'm giving it a c grade nathan what about you there you go yeah I, i'd probably give it a c as well i don't think we've got out oh. noticeably worse but i've got a question for you Sonny. we've got riley Reff now coming in obviously you've got jonah williams if they go panay saul at five which but just about every mock draft out there seems to have them going for obviously he'd be a good player coming in there we'd expect who what's who are the starting tackles day one if you've got those three guys in your locker room? Yeah, John. Oh, was that to me? I'm sorry about that. Yeah, um, well, nobody else knows. Nobody else knows about this stuff. Please. Right. So I think if, if Sewell's here, ideally you want to get him on the starting field. You don't want to have him sit behind those two tackles. I think you could theoretically play him at guard just to, at, for him to clean up some of the issues that he has. And he does still have issues. You're not talking about a clear plug and play pro bowler from day one. That's, I think, what everyone should kind of realize when if you're adding this guy in there. I think it comes down to whatever, who, whoever amongst Riley Reef and Panay Sewell is more comfortable at guard, that is where you should go. And I think okay. if you want to have Sewell at right guard for a year and then move him out to right tackle, kind of like what they did with Andrew Woodworth back in the day before they moved him out to left tackle, I think that's fine. But if you want to have Reef there just as your stopgap right guard and have a guard to develop behind him later in the draft, that's also a viable option. It's also yeah. a viable option where they actually kind of redshirt Penai Sewell for a part of the year. He was... Obviously, he didn't play last year at all. From what I hear and, and, and read, they still he's a phenomenal talent, potentially a generational talent, but he's still, as you say, John, quite raw in some aspects. Is there a chance that they could draft him and sit him for six, seven games, just rotate him in, swing tackle, that kind well, of thing? There'll be an injury as well. He'll get his chance if you were to redshirt him. Like, there's always injuries on that offensive yeah. line. It wouldn't take yeah. long for him to get plugged in at some point and be a starter, even if you were going to take that approach. Well, let me, let me just ask John something. Yeah, John, okay. A lot of people talk, look, playing tackle is different than guard. We all know that. Yeah. And I didn't know Sewell, that. Yeah, they're different positions, but 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 Sewell is a tackle. Not everybody can make the transition to guard. So, can you tell us a little bit about what attributes he has or what it takes to move around the offensive line, and why you think he can or cannot? It's a lot about athleticism and size. I yeah. think with Sewell, he's just a he's a mammoth out there. He's got like thirty five inch arms, and he's he played around three thirty in Oregon, so he has plus athleticism for that size. The main difference is how how wide. And how long are your sets and pass protection? Because you're not really getting out there and, and running around uh, edge rushers on the edge there. So it's a little more compact. And if you have the length and the athleticism to get on your standstill and run blocking sets, like you should be fine. I think obviously Sewell has never played guard before. If they just, just drill him in throughout the entire offseason to start him there, I think he'll be yeah. fine. But obviously it is a projection and it is a transition. Fun so fact. I mean, like let's say, let's say like Fred Johnson, who was on our yeah. show. I don't know if oh, yeah. he was on your guys's show no i don't think he was i don't think he i don't, I don't I think, think he he, no, yeah i think we, yeah. we had zach taylor on at the same time as, as zach, zach taylor doesn't yeah he doesn't play yeah. he's for the older generation yeah. but that's okay younger. it's okay yeah. look you take what you can get i get it guys but look fred johnson the fred johnson uh, he, the fred he, johnson he, he he's a very promising tackle he was solid pretty good yeah. but as a guard 
he was very different. So so there, I guess it's the length and the and the and the, the sets, the, the way he sets his body, right, John? I mean, is that the difference yeah, between leverage yeah. is very important when you're playing it more inside because you have smaller defensive tackles and who can get under your pads, and that, that's like how Geno yeah. Atkins won all the time against other guards. So I mean, he has to you know make sure he has his pad level correctly. That's why Michael Jordan has struggled at six six. He has terrible pad length, unfortunately. He can't get lower. And he loses the leverage battle a lot, and that compounds a lot of other issues. So it would be a transition. It would be a, a, a more of a projection, but you're obviously not going to play Penesul long term at right guard. That's just because you have yeah. a guy in Riley Reef, and, and still you can ask Riley Reef to move into right guard for this year. I don't think he would have a problem with that. So it's really up to their decision. Yeah. Well, speaking is of it, transitions, is yeah. it too late? Is it too late to get people yeah. in free agency? Like if I have a recommendation, can I make it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Do it what on about, the show. Yeah. What about the Mardatsen? Isn't he a free agent? Oh man, isn't he like thirty five? Thirty four. He's thirty four. He's still he's still got legs. Nineteen eighty five per day. Forgot all about him. Yeah, that's I mean. Everybody forgot about him. Why not get him? Is thirty four too young or too old, guys, to play? I'm. I'm I think it's still. Age. He's, he's, definitely, he's definitely not yeah. guilt age yet. He can't, he can't grow a mustache like this, I think. But guys, I was just going to say, John was talking about making the transition. I want to make a transition and talk about our sponsor, eBay. Because guys, whether it is the rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe that you're looking for, Paul, Nate, Matt, John, and Hoji. Yeah. It is the original sneaker marketplace. It's the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. You can yeah. just go and find the place that you're... And then with eBay, authenticity guarantee your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators and so you can go to ebay.com slash sneakers today ebay the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection i want to make sure you guys i just want to tell you about that just, it just yeah. came up randomly just, yeah, just, just came randomly. to your mind it did yeah so the authenticators are the cops is that what you said yeah it seems like it seems like it so it is it is a little scary matt I most guess. of this I, matt, most of yeah. this is going going on in the back of a pickup truck daddy's pickup truck that's how he says the shoes yeah. Yeah, that's how I sold in the middle in the middle of the night, he'll roll he'll roll through your neighborhood. Yeah, but if you're Matt, if once you're the having... siren comes on, you hear the screeching and the smoke, and he's gone. Okay, okay, but can you pass on this deal, Matt? If you're selling sneakers more than a hundred dollars, it is free to flip them or sell them. Oh, absolutely, so, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So Matt, we haven't heard from you. Matt. So please, I know you, I know everybody, Nate and Matt. I know they're on a tight schedule. So, so just, just what, what would you say they need to do? What have they not done? What, what's your grade for the offseason so far? Let's start there. Grade. I don't know. Um, they've improved their defensive backs. They, I, I think they did. William Jackson does hurt, but I think the addition of Hilton, Hilton Apple, I think I feel like that's a wash. I feel like they improved, especially if they can get uh, the other corner that they signed last year back. I, th- I think they're sh- they're going in the right direction there. Offensive line, I, f- I feel like it's better. It's, it's is it good enough? Probably not. But is it better than it was? Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm always an optimist. I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with the B grade and uh, and and throw out a B. And and, and, f- and don't forget Pollock, Matt. Did you mention yeah, Frank Pollock's back? I mean, that's the absolutely. big news. Yeah, the, the coach, uh, yeah. I, I suppose coaching makes a difference. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. With the offensive line, for sure. Yeah. And he did a very good job at the Bengals. I was surprised that they were able to get him back, but I guess they weren't happy with him on the East Coast. Yeah, hey, that's fine. One man's trash. Well, you know? Yeah, one man's trash, my treasure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So, guys, let's move on to the next yeah. topic. Veganism. Have finally caught up with our puppet show and some other shows. They've realized that the Bengals have actual fans who go online 
and want to see content. So the past year or so, they've been putting out content, and I've got to say it, it has hurt the ratings. I'm not. Who are they? Who are they, Daddy? We missed you. Cut out. Okay. So who, who are you oh, talking so about? The, the Bengals. So we're talking about Elizabeth Blackburn. Oh, we're talking Blackburn. about yeah, Emily Parker, Mina Creamer. We're talking about these guys who are actually gals who are revolutionizing the way we receive the Bengals losses and wins. Eventually, they're going to win. So the way that we engage with the the losses and eventually the wins is very different from when you and I were growing up, Oji. Well, when you and I oh. were growing up, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, oh. we, didn't they know, had the, yeah. we didn't have internet, but we had shadow puppets. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, so so now, you know, the, 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 there is so much the Bengals, the, like, you know, you know, we're talking about that that uh, trash bag, whatever, on the internet where they put Galladay or whatever. I forgot, I right? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. The 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 thing where they put and everybody started tweeting about it. What's it called? With the with the four lines with the, the yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, the hash the hash the lag, hash the hash the bash, yeah. lag, the bash hash lag. Lag. Yeah. hash browns hash browns yeah, yeah the hash browns yeah so, so yeah. do you guys have hash browns over there because I I know it's very rough we over do. there I know you have a lot of potatoes so much you yeah. don't know what to do with them but but okay but the potatoes can you make them into hash browns no it's okay no, no, no. Our potatoes are you can't do anything with them okay. apart from boil them and roast them that's it. Okay, so I mean, so hash after Brexit, hash browns so, are not allowed. In you know, United. I was reading. I think that's why Daddio was deported. He tried to yeah. order some hash browns. And he was hashing the browns. Well, yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. And, uh, I was there. Was I was there when the Brexit happened, and so much stuff. You'd be surprised. You actually need other countries to to survive. And mm. all that we had in the UK was potatoes after a certain mm. point. Because no. everything else was coming from like Italy or you know, guys, other... it wasn't the first it wasn't yeah. the first island he's been deported from, by the way. He was actually deported from our own island. He's on island three right now. Yeah. He's on island three. Wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Would you basically Daniel, you're, you're an international criminal. That's what you are. Masquerading as a Cincinnati Bengals podcast host. I'll be honest with you. That. I've had a lot of severance packages. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, it's not really crime the way yeah, at my level. It's not crime, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so we're talking about the trash bags and 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 just that the, the Bengals fans have been waiting for this opportunity to make some noise. So that is on you guys and on us. But uh, what do you think ultimately? Because John has a more kind of jaded, kind of yeah. you know, more mature kind of outlook where he's like, Grand. nothing really matters. Yeah, it's like he doesn't yeah. think that my opinion reaches the Bengals, right? Yeah. Um, I think- What do I, you guys think? Yeah. We, we discuss, Nathan and I discussed this on, on our podcast, probably the, the number two podcast, uh, the Bengals podcast, I would say. Yeah. We, we both come from, well, I, I'm a journalist and worked in PR and um, Nathan runs his own marketing business. So, you know, we it's been quite interesting to watch how the Bengals have evolved in that area. And what they're doing is nothing particularly new or rocket science-y, do you know what I mean? It is yeah. just something that you expect them to do and they haven't done ever on this level. But what they have done is fantastic. It just The stuff that they've said, uh, again, is not really rocket science or anything new, It's it, but it needed to be said because it hadn't been said before. And I think that's why fans are going mad because – well, not going mad, but they're going nuts well, for it because well, it stuff yeah, hasn't been said before. So full kudos to Elizabeth. And I know that you had uh, Emily on a few weeks ago. She's right. always done a terrific yeah. job. On her but show, they're, I mean, they're certainly yeah. more visible now. And I think that's yeah. interesting. And, and Nate and I were saying, you know, it's almost the, the mission statement that they put out was almost like um, a pitch that Nathan would make to a client. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a full yeah. uh, PowerPoint deck, a uh, PowerPoint display. I'm all for I'm all Paul. for financial Paul. exploitation. I love it. I was going to say, I was going to say, Paul. I mean, when, to, hold on, yeah. when it comes to marketing, you are yeah. preaching to the choir. Daddio is the Bernie Madoff of secondhand shoes. I mean, this man will sell you know icicles. To, to people who live in the Arctic. This guy is into yeah. capitalism. I and love it. In the worst possible it. way, by the way. In the worst possible but, way. I, I, that, that is a compliment. Any way you put it, that's a compliment. But Nathan, that's right. What did you think of the whole kind yeah. of thing there? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's smart marketing. It's speaking to your audience. And I think at the moment with the Bengals haven't had a couple of good years, that's what you want to hear. You want to hear. I know it sounds silly and not quite obvious, but you want to hear, they want to win. And that's with stuff like you know, looking at the Ring of Honor and like the new uniforms and, you know, even the tribute video they did for AJ Green, just acknowledging their star players and giving a nod to that. And I think they've definitely got better at it. I think the straw that broke the camel's back was the famous Who Day on a Scooter schedule release um, when a lot of other organizations really went out of their way to produce some extremely bespoke quality content. And I think yeah. after that sort of like, oh, this is a bit crap and it? it's some geezer on a, a scooter driving around the town, like amateurishly filmed, wasn't up to standard. And I think ever since, and whether that's Marissa um, or it's, you know, some of the other guys um, behind the scenes pulling the strings, the standard of the social media content, the standard of the comms, the PR, all the rest of it has been fantastic. So full credit just, to the I just think a difficult product as well. You know, obviously they're not winning on the field, so it doesn't make it makes your job a lot more difficult. The product is Joe Burrow. That's the product. That's the product. I would, but I would say I just want to defend the tiger on the scooter. I think a big thing is that expectations are a lot higher. Like when we were younger, you remember Hoji? There were just two guys that played with the tiger in Las Vegas, and they were sold out every week. Yeah, and now they have really hurt by the way I, I yeah i think that now i think the younger generation is unappreciative guys like our show you know is is so is so fascinating and so engaging it but is. now now we have 21 people watching it you know it, it's it's that it should be like 21 million right right but you know i just want to say this paul you're saying they're talking a lot and they're talking the way they're supposed to talk in branding but they're also doing stuff let's be honest yeah yeah, yeah. For sure yeah. They, yeah they just won't admit it but we got emily parker to basically admit that they have a ring of honor it's not going to be the nicest looking one it's just a banner i think mike brown's you know nephews gonna who are some, also the two they're going to throw some tootsie rolls on the floor it's going to be yeah, you know, yeah. yeah there's two his two nephews who are also the two scouts for the team huey and louie they they wrote with magic marker on 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 like some some old stocks of Mike Brand I think very large stock and and those are the banners and then but no but they're also doing what was it they 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 threw a tarp over this uh, outdoor facility and you can call it an indoor facility now because it's not as wet I think I saw a picture I don't know if you saw so they're you actually can just, doing you can just crawl, you can like do live walkthroughs but crawl throughs instead of walkthroughs can't you now you can just crawl under yeah. underneath that tarp and do the walkthroughs now that that's enough that's probably more of a an indoor facility that than they've ever had before in their life I, I'm just saying that the change is real I mean John believes in the change I know John 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 has changed so much. Before we got Burrow and Elizabeth Blackburn, John was like, what's the point of anything? Why wow. do we do anything? And now he's like, go ahead, John. What are you like? He was like, he was like a no, sad I mean, sound I, just, song. Just, just like Paul said, like, you know, masochism is a great entryway to Bengals fandom. <laughs> I think for me, it was like I just devolved into n nihilism. And now it's more along the lines of, eh, it's okay.
So you're Seven dead days. inside, basically. Yeah. yeah. So no, Matt, I feel like I'm just there. Matt, look, what is it like Sorry. over there in Ludlow with the Robin Hood and the princes and the, the all the stuff? Are the they? Princess. Are they? Are they? How merry are they about this new direction of the Bengals? Yeah. But I just, I just figure something. You invited me on because I'm from the UK. Now, right. So you, you weren't, you didn't mean Upper Kentucky. No, I you did not. The United I, I, Kingdom. Yeah. Oh man, what? A, how embarrassing is this then? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the wrong yeah. show. I need oh, to come okay. back to okay. Kentucky. Well, you're show. always welcome here. You're as my protege. You are always welcome here, Matt. So he's from oh. Ludlow, Upper Kentucky. Yeah. That's yeah. It? I knew that. Oh, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I knew oh, that. I mean, man. couldn't you couldn't you guys Kentucky tell from the accent? Let me get this straight. Kentucky is not in the UK either. Is that what you're saying? And also, Matt lives in Ireland, so it's not <laughs> technically the UK. It depends which part. Of it. So, oh, can yeah. you hold we'll on? Can everybody? Can I ask something? Can everybody understand each other here? Because I know that Matt has an accent, and Paul and Nate all have accents. So, John, right. the only people without accents are me and Daddy. So it's really hard and, to understand everybody right, right now. But we're doing no, our best. I hope it's. I should have put a, a brought a translator or put subtitles. C three PO. Okay, guys, look. I think we have talked a lot about the Bengals and what we they're have. doing, we did. and how sad they make us. So I don't want to take any more of your time. So I just want to. Last thing I want to say is, everybody, go and subscribe and leave a five yes. star review for the Cincinnati yes. podcast. It is. It is really lively and fun, and they have. B-list guests from the Bengals. They right. are trying to get some of the A-list guests, like like Fred Johnson. But they have some really good. No, I'm just joking. They have the yeah. best guests. They They're have. The best, yeah. They go back. You look at their podcast from the beginning. They've had the talk. I have no idea how they do it. I don't know how much money is involved, and and if we have that budget, but it's amazing. They have the top guests, right, guys? I mean, from the beginning, I think your first guest was like I don't know, like Boomer Esiason or, or Ken Anderson or like something yeah. like that. It was. So, I mean, we used to, we managed to get Ken Anderson on our sort of fourth. Episode, fourth or fifth episode, maybe. Wow. Okay. And, um, and did you know it was Ken Anderson when he was? Because were you, you were inebriated? You were inebriated. Did you think maybe? Did you, a, did you know who it was? Which Ken Anderson? Did you know he played for the Bengals? Well, I thought time? it was the guy next door, Mr. Anderson from next door, okay. but it wasn't. Okay. It was the Ken Anderson. And didn't we, Nathan? We kind of after that, it was like, right, we need to stop being so drunk and disorderly and we, were like talking, we were talking to him on the podcast and that we'd be asking him questions and then you'd like hear a beer crack open in the background like yeah so when you were playing it just we were like oh we've got to tidy our act up a beer and we like so now yeah. it's a bit more of a sober affair yeah i, I would say i refrain from all i refrain from all anything that alters the mind you know, I just, you know, maybe I sniff some Adderall maybe just to get the show just to get things going yeah get his you know, energy yeah, and he does, he, yeah. yeah, and he does pump a a breathable form of laxatives to the studio to keep people <laughs> running. I mean, th that's the thing. And when you're in Daddy's studio, you are going all the time. But he, you'd be surprised. Yeah, people, you'd be surprised. People eat a lot less and drink more water when they yeah. when they're in that situation. That saves you money too. You got it. Like Nate, I know you're into this stuff too, man. You're like my brother, man. We are the financial guys. You got it. You got it. Don't accept that invitation, Nate. Yeah. Say no. Yeah. Shake your head no as he speaks. Because so you could look, be indicted. You could be indicted. Believe me. <laughs> Don't so be associated. Look, I'll be deported so over to the States for you, Daddy-O. Yeah, listen, the Wild guys, West. subscribe to their podcast only after you subscribe to ours because we have what, three or four subscribers. I don't know. John, did your mom, did she subscribe yet? I don't know. Because we Okay. Okay. So we have John's mom. I had to install YouTube first. So now we're in that okay. process of actually so, subscribing. So before you subscribe to their show, subscribe to, to ours. Because they probably have like 40,000 subscribers. We have four. 
Four. So, yeah. So please subscribe to our show. Leave a five-star re- review. It's the number one Bengals podcast for Nate Palmer and Paul Hirons and Matt Ledbetter and John Sheeran and Dr. Hoji, Dr. Gismoji. I'm Daddy McDook. That is all we have. Yeah. We'll see you next time. So yeah. long. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.